Alrighty guys, what's up? It's been a bit since I've recorded a stoned episode. So, it's almost 4.20, but I started a few minutes before. Wanted to go outside and take a few hits off of this, uh, I don't know what you call it. It's some kind of, I don't know what it's called, but it doesn't use water. It's not a bubbler. It's like a type of a pipe, I guess, but it hits harder than the usual pipes that that I've had. It's got like uh, a really good flow of uh, air to keep the embers kind of burning and so what usually takes me like a whole fat packed bowl um out of this contraption it's like way way less hits um and a little bitty piece of a nug goes a long way I'm smoking this in the cud that I got ages ago. Um, let me find let me find the name. It's inside of a bag in my closet. I have to get it. about this strain before it's called legacy biscotti legacy biscotti it's all indica no cbd 30.33 percent thc um it's from flora cow farms premium indoor smalls small batch artisanal flower um so i got this i don't know like a really long time ago i got this little seven gram bag of smalls and they're basically little teeny tiny buds um let me see if i can scan this qr code i'm pretty sure i did a review about this because i remember when i first got it i was recording about it Maybe I didn't post it, but I do remember recording about it and talking about how hard it hits and also how potent it was. And I think I mixed some kind of a concentrate with it. Um, So let me see. Strain index... So, let me see. Uh, dude, I don't know. It doesn't say. 
Yeah, it doesn't really say. Um, <clears throat> this specific strain is not listed. So if I look it up. Floracal Farms. Uh, Legacy Biscotti. I can't spell Biscotti. Not Biscotti. Um, this one says it's a hybrid, but I don't know. Um, let's see. This one says it's a hybrid. Did I grab the wrong? No, it's Indica. So I don't know. Online it says it's a hybrid. I think the other one I have is a hybrid. This one feels way like an Indica. So unless it's mixed with some kind of uh, uh, CBD, which it says it's not, I don't know why it says dominance hybrid. Uh, it's got, it says, has a rich baked cookie smell that invites you to indulge its deliciousness. The inhale is sweet. And you'll be packing bowl after bowl of this legendary strain. See, the reason why I like that kind of pipe that I have, the one that I got from a buddy for my birthday, it's um, it's a mug. I've talked about it before. It's this mug that's really cool. It's got um, a nice handle to it. And originally when I looked at it, I didn't know that it had the little, those holes I don't know what they're called, like the hole for where your mouth, you know, sucks out the smoke and then the other hole that you kind of plug with your finger. Um, and yeah, it, it didn't look like anything significant, but of all the contraptions I own, that one definitely hits the heaviest. And so it's pretty surprising, actually. <laughs> um... But yeah, okay, Lineage, Legacy, and Biscotti. Uh, Aroma, a rich baked cookie smell. I mean, to me, it just smells like pot. Um, Taste, rich, sweet, dessert flavor, effect indica. So it says the effect is indica, but it's considered a hybrid on this website. On Leafly, they're considering it a hybrid. hybrid. Um, The terpenes... Limonene, linalool, B, uh, cariophyllene. Those are the types of things I'd like to look out, look up. Um, doesn't have any reviews, and that's all that they really say about it. So I don't really know what I would say I mean I got two grams in that bag these uh grams for one gram they seem to be about $36 I'm pretty positive I did not pay like 70 72 bucks for this um because I got two packs at the same time so maybe it was a buy one get one I don't know I really don't know but um anyways it's good and I was doing some breath work. The only issue with it is that 
you know, trying to breathe after you're smoking is kind of a little bit challenging. Um, I've kind of been smoking flour a little more often lately. Um, just because I like it and because I've been trying to have less edibles or a lower dosage of edibles so that I can eat less. Not eat less like that, but so that I don't get the munchies and end up overeating, rather. So I'm kind of trying to curb my appetite. Like, it doesn't make me not hungry. It's just if I have edibles, once it kicks in at the highest peak, I I start to get the munchies. So... I can't be getting the munchies all the time. Um, And I like my cannabis products. I've been out of melatonin, so I've been having Delta 8. Um, I'm trying to figure out if I dream on Delta 8. Um, I haven't noticed any kind of like significant dreaming effects. The other days I did have dreams, but last night I don't think I dreamt. But I was also up a little past midnight, so that might have contributed. But, you know, I was just watching this video uh, short by, it's Daniel Mack. It's Daniel Mack. And the short has the title, He is the Chillest Human Currently Alive. And, you know, I guess he's going around Santa Monica asking people, what do you do? You know, because he says, you know, I saw you riding around because he's on this guy's on this longboard. This young hippie looking dude. And he's just riding around and he's like, I breathe, you know, and he starts talking about, you know, music as a vibration and you know how how you know powerful music is um and he just seems pretty chill and I was kind of like that's cool you know like I I'd love to see the comments because you know I'm a I'm from SoCal I mean I, I wasn't like born here but I was definitely raised here and you know, I'm, I definitely know how it works, and I know how LA works, and I know how LA beach cities work, and it's like, bro, like, I get over, I, I, I see this guy, and my first impression is, like, he's just a normal guy on the beach, like, he's not anything out of the norm, the stuff that he has to say isn't anything out of the norm, like, people out here, don't mind you know talking about breath work practices and vibrations and all like that's very much you know common (laughs) not always but it totally is common um and it's kind of interesting you know that some of the comments at least parts of what I read one of the first comments was like you know this guy doesn't work he has no money kind of thing. I don't know. It didn't say exactly that, but it was somewhere along those lines of them kind of like judging him not working or something that his parents pay for uh, him to be able to live his life and just breathe. 
And I'm thinking, like, how'd they get all that from just looking at him? Because it's weird, because I'm like, I didn't think that. I was like, this guy probably has some kind of some kind of job that, you know, affords him this lifestyle. Or he has opted out of, you know, mainstream culture and the whole capitalistic um values of you know having to work a nine to five for until you're 60 something until you can retire um I mean what's wrong with that you know he if he has like a counterculture type of lifestyle um you know I find it interesting when people are so hung up on what somebody else does I mean, he never even mentioned anything. He never said what he does for for work, but he said that he just breathes. Um, and that's an accurate answer. If somebody asks you, what do you do for, for a living? Yeah, you breathe. That's how you live, right? And also, it's kind of like, maybe it's personal that he doesn't want to talk about what he does. Like, I, you know, when I worked in mental health, you know, I definitely, depending on the setting you know, didn't really want people asking me what I did for work, and then, you know, because sometimes it's intense, and sometimes it's just not something that I really feel like I want to talk about with people, especially if I don't know if they understand the field of psychology or whatever, um, it's like, it's, it's, it's almost like, you know, trying to size people up, like, what difference does it make if somebody is homeless, living on the streets, scavenging for cans, recycling them, and living off of that money, versus if somebody goes to school to become a doctor and, you know, they've got an MD and they're, you know, operating, I don't know if, if you have to have something else to operate, but operating on patients. Um... You know, what What difference does that really make? You know, and why were people so hung up on the money? Like, everyone was commenting, not everyone, but a lot of the comments in the one section I was reading were just, like, so concerned about the fact that this guy might not have any money, might be poor, um, that the other people in the comments might not have money, might be poor, um don't have jobs don't have good jobs and i'm like how did you guys get here off of this video clip like it's just a few seconds of a guy you know longboarding down the strand and some guy tries to catch his attention to get him into the youtube video and the comments blow up into this whole controversial argument about finances and you know that kind of thing and i'm like you know he didn't say anything so why is everybody so like bent out of shape and it's just kind of weird it's something that i've definitely noticed a lot where it's like you know people i don't think there's anything wrong with people being opinionated but it's like is that really what the general public thinks like if they see something and now they just like hate on it because I thought it was a beautiful video. I was like, wow, you see somebody out in nature 
young dude, doesn't look like he's, um, I don't know, like, if you can tell if he's looking unhealthy, but to me, he looks like he's healthy enough, like, as far as his energy, he seems to have a very healthy energy about him, his hair is almost dreading, uh, sun-bleached, he's wearing a lot of necklaces and things, I can't see them exactly with the captions in the way, um, I'd probably get guarantee that he's got some crystals on there. He's um got some kind of a I don't know what kind of shirt that's considered, but uh a shirt that a hippie would wear, kind of shirt. Um and you know I I don't know why people hate so much. Like, I do... I do understand, you know, in some part that... I mean, I'm not saying this about this specific guy, but... When there are people who kind of milk the system, which I don't feel like there's so many of them, but when there are people who seem to want to try to milk the system and... or maybe not live in a house... And li- like when there's a choice to not live housed, um, when someone's made that conscious decision that that's how they want to live their life, um, and that's what they prefer, um, I don't see how that's a problem. Um, I know that people get hung up a lot about taxes about who's paying for other people to be able to do what. Um, I mean, I know that there are maybe people who do... um, who do... you know, milk the system. But... I mean, I don't think I've ever met any, which is maybe why it's so hard for me to understand. Uh, I hear about it, but if I think about, you know, the types of work I've had where it's like working for nearly seven years in the mental health field, training longer than that, you know, I don't think I've met one person who I know who has government assistance that abuses it. Or anybody who has any any kind of assistance that they abuse. Like, and maybe it's just because I live in Southern California. It's hard to really find people who don't need the money. Who don't need the money. Went out of their way for years to try to get the government to send them either disability or something to, like, assist them. And actually being able to um, being able to do well, like I've never really met anybody who's had that situation, you know, who I was like, oh yeah, this person, this person clearly can work. 
you know, they're just choosing to sit home all day and be poor, beyond poor, like, you know, because you can still be poor and working your ass off, you can be poor and have three jobs, um, there was a simulation that we watched, it was like a training we watched way back, that I found pretty uh, powerful. It's So I wouldn't say that it was like news, but it was kind of like an angle that I hadn't really seen just like presented that way. So it was basically this lifestyle of this guy, not, not in these videos, but like the lifestyle of this random person in the simulated, uh, you know, training where this guy has some kind of health problem needs to take off work can't really afford to take off work because he's already in debt and already can't afford to miss more days but has to for his health gets to the health you know place to try to get the paperwork done because of severe dyscalculia issues that are untreated and unmanaged, he's uh, having trouble with reading and understanding this paperwork so he can get his needs met. And... Yeah, the story kind of continues from there. Um... I mean, this guy's at risk of homelessness. And I don't know if a lot of people understand, you know, how hard it is to get out of homelessness. Like, you know, a lot of people think, okay, just go get a job. Okay, get a job. Um, so get a job by somehow having no internet right or even if you do have a phone that has data on it that has an internet and you have a way to charge it that has wi-fi and you have a way to charge it you know trying to do job applications on your cell phone is not that ideal there are centers and free places where people can go to apply for work um if you're doing just like typical job applications but you know, I would think someone who needs shelter, food, I mean, it takes so much out of the day to try to go figure that out, that how is somebody going to sit for hours applying to jobs, you know what I mean? So... Sorry guys, I got a little bit distracted by some uh, people that were in the vicinity of where I was recording. This is a different day now, different night, different, well it's night now. I think I was recording in the day before. Mm. So I'm like two days later now, but um... Yeah, like, um, overall, I guess, just 
what was on my mind was just, you know, it's kind of interesting to me. That whole concept to me is always interesting, you know, why people want to know what other people do for work and why people are so in other people's business about their money. Um, I mean, the only thing I can really understand is how, you know, people who pay taxes are concerned of their tax-paying dollars going towards, you know, um, potentially helping people who they feel aren't part of this capitalistic society um, not necessarily due to disabilities or issues where they can't work, but people who are maybe trying to freeload. But I really think that there aren't that many people like that. And uh, for someone to comment on someone being like, oh, your parents must have a lot of money for you to live, you know, a lifestyle where you're not uh, working, you know, I mean... The guy didn't really say he wasn't working. He just said when the guy asked him, what do you do for a living? He says he breathes. And maybe, maybe that's literally what he meant. I mean, like, we can't really live without breathing. Um, so I don't really think that, um... I don't know. Even if he was homeless or living with parents and they were supporting him to just be longboarding on the boardwalk all day and chilling at the beach. I mean, that's their decision if that's what they want to do. Um, there might be some jealousy there. I think maybe that's like when I'm looking at it at a different day, that might be what that was. Um some form of jealousy of somebody being like oh I see this person out in the bright sunny sunshine day on the beach in LA and looks like they're chill and relaxed and like sometimes when people see somebody that looks like maybe if they don't look like they have it all together but they look like they're happy they're having a pleasant day they're not disgruntled they're pretty chill Sometimes people see that and they get bitter about it. And they're like, what is wrong with this person? Um, you know, and so they try to, you know, use the internet to kind of put in some jabs, some jabs or some little attacks on it. I don't really know. Um, it's just weird, though, because, like, I watched the video and it actually put a smile on my face. And then when I went to the comments, I was like... I wonder what people are going to say in the comments. And then, you know, one of the first comments was this dude being like, you know, um, something about it must be nice for your parents to pay for, for his parents to be paying for him to live that lifestyle or whatever. Um, but people get really kind of judgy when they don't feel like others are contributing and I get it, because it's like, a lot of people have jobs that they hate, um, a lot, that's very common, I feel like up until the millennial generation, um, 
people kind of had that mindset of like work to get money to pay the bills and forget your passions, forget your um, desires, forget your, you know, your calling or what you feel like might be your calling, just go and work and as long as it's making enough money, it doesn't matter how miserable you are, how bad your boss is. Um, I think I'll talk about that in a different episode, because, uh, um, yeah, I feel like it's gonna, that's bleeding into a different topic now, but, um, yeah, um, so I'll cut this one, but, uh, thanks for listening.